Hello, hello, welcome back to the Rambling Sesh, guys. Thank you all for being so patient with us throughout these podcasts, and thank you for still listening. To start off this spooky season, I'm going to be telling creepypasta stories. If any of you don't know what a creepypasta is, creepypasta is a horror-related legend which has been shared around the internet. The term creepypasta has since became a catch-all term for any horror content posted onto the internet. And for this episode, we will be talking about Slenderman. And I will only be talking about um, Slenderman based off of the creepypasta website. I will not be talking about any of the crimes that the Slenderman story has been associated with. So I'm going to start with Slenderman. If only you hadn't looked back. Though it was autumn, the day had seemed long, and a brief walk towards home short. As the sunlight began to fade, you and your two friends left the playground behind and trotted reluctantly home. Knowing that you would be forced to pick up the games and conversations the next day, the next day that never came, If only you hadn't looked back, but you had. Turning for just a moment, you had glanced back towards the tree line, seeing the fingers of their branches crawling up towards the sky and beside them the figure. At first you hadn't thought you must be mistaken, that your eyes in the hazy blur of twilight were playing tricks on you, but no. When you looked again, he was still there, taller than any man could be, thinner even the willowy branches that extended ever upward from the trees. He loomed in the distance like the shadow of some horrible dark truth, and you knew instantly that you had to look away, that if you didn't tear your eyes from the blank featureless face, then soon the blank would wash over you, become you, and you would walk slowly but surely as if pulled by some magnetic force towards him. Toward him, though, you feared him, though you were scared of his unnatural height and aching blank whiteness of his face, the arms that seemed to stretch towards you, and the slithering technicals behind. You turned, screwing up your eyes, telling willing yourself not to look, not to see, not to give in, and go to him. You screamed to the others, telling them the same, telling them not to look, but as you open your eyes, you realize they had already looked. They were already gone. Possibly the most famous creepypasta character of all times, and certainly one of the most possibly the most famous creepypasta character of all times, and certainly the one that has crossed most frequently into mainstream media. The Slenderman, also known as Slender Man, is a character brawn of a variety of earlier influences, but which itself represents an evolution in the uses of development of folklore. Violent real-life events linked to the Slenderman characters, increasing its infamy and even led to a moral panic based around the possible negative influence and danger that the fictional character posed to children. 
Though adaption and modification by various authors means that the Slenderman appearance can vary somewhat depending upon the source, the most common features remain the same. The character is usually depicted as an abnormal tall humanoid, usually wearing a dark suit and tie. Slenderman's face is almost always completely featureless and often either white or a pale gray, though in some depictions this blank face does feature an animalistic mouth. Slenderman is often said to be able to extend or stretch his limbs, particularly his arms, at will, and either has tentacles, protruding just visible from his back or has tentacle-like appendages in place of his arms. The character commonly inhabits liminal spaces such as the entrance to woods and forests of areas of abandoned ground on the outskirts of more populated areas. The origins of Slenderman Despite some media outlets adding to the aura of the Slenderman mythos, by claiming that the figure's origins are unclear, in fact the character's origins is easily traceable. Slenderman in his original form was created by Eric Knudsen under the Alice's Victor Surge. He was responding to a call on something awful for posters to contribute digitally altered photographs that would have then served as the bias for new mythologies or stories. He posted on June 10th, 2009, and showed groups of teenagers and children with the now familiar figure of Slenderman standing in the background. At first glance, the image seemed normal, but the figure's anomalous size and featureless face once noticed gives the picture an eerie and unsettling feeling. Alongside the images, the creator provides small snippets out of a context text purported to be witnessed accounts that give hints about the scenes depicted and their relations to the anomalous figure of the Slender Man. By attacking short snippets, the text with his image the creator transformed the lone image into the first Slenderman story. Albeit in the non-linear and fragmentary form, following his initial appearance, the Slenderman character was then picked up by other users who either fit him into their own narratives or wrote short accounts of alleged encounters with the character, sculpting as they did some of the features recognized today. Slenderman's Creepypasta Story after walking up with a jolt, the girl laid in bed a few seconds longer, reaching over the switch on her bedside lamp. She tried to remember exactly what had stolen her sweet slumber away. When she couldn't, the brunette swung her legs over the side of the bed and heaved herself up. Checking the time on her phone, she snorted when she saw it was midnight, the witching hour. Knowing that sleep would only invade her, she left her bedroom for the kitchen, a good cup of coffee on her mind. As she passed her front door, a chill spread like liquid fire down her spine. It's only winter, she told herself, focusing again on the coffee plan. Measuring out scoops, water, and preparing her cup kept her occupied. But as the dark liquid boiled, she had nothing left to keep her mind from wandering off. The chill returned, and she couldn't help but glance behind her to the front door. It stood there innocently enough, just like always, 
The deadbolt was still in place and she could see nothing amiss with it. Turning back to her coffee, she did her best to forget about the feeling. With her cup in her hand, she started back towards her bedroom. As she walked by the front door, she decided that a quick glance out of the peephole would help calm her restless mind. The chill worsened with each step she took towards the door, and further away from the safety and warmth of her blankets, she pressed her empty hand against the cold metal door and took a deep breath before leading her eyes to the peephole. At first, she could only see the inky blackness that somehow seemed to swirl in itself. When she blinked in surprise, the void melted away. She wished it hadn't in its place there stood what she could only guess was once a man. The limbs were long and in inhumanly awkward with bulky joint branching off into several arms. Not unlike the branches of a tree, the creature was draped in a black suit, somehow making the things more nightmarish to her. The itching on the proverbial cake, however, was what passed as the hellish thing's face. It was as though her mind blurred the ghastly visage to spare itself further shock and horror. She shoved herself away from the door with a hand still pressed against it. She scalding mug of coffee fell, the liquid burning her bare legs, and she fell backwards and tried to crawl away from the door. She knew somehow that her mind hadn't been playing tricks on her. As she crabbed walk away from the door, she watched as tendrils as black as the void. She first saw a snake around through the cracks. The girl was trapped between the instinct to flee and the gut feeling to not turn back on the door. When the door jolted, the urge to flee overcame her and she slipped in the burning liquid as she tried to make it back to her room. She knew deep down that she was trapping herself in a corner, but she had to get away from the door. The girl was halfway down the hallway when she heard the previously locked door creak open. She screamed and slipped into the wall, cracking her chin on it and stunning herself. After that, there was only blackness. Nicole, a warm note, a warm male voice snapped the woman out of her trance. As she turned around, she was met by one of her sister's doctors. She nodded, not sure if she should say anything or even if she could find her voice if she did have something to say. That morning, she had gotten the urgent phone call from the hospital saying that her sister Lindsay was there. Before they had even let her see her, the doctors had pulled her off to the side and insisted that they talk to her about what might have happened. Phrases like self-inflicted, an assault had been thrown around, and Nicole felt her mind reel. She still hadn't fully understood what they had been saying until she saw Lindsay with her own eyes. Her little sister had bandage wrapped around her head, covered both of her ears as well as her eyes. They said it was to keep her now deadness eyes from dying out and to try to keep the infection out of the wounds. Lindsay had made to her ears, the doctors had guessed that either she or someone else had jammed a pencil into them to keep her off balance or to defend herself against something. There was the mix of the first and second degree burns on her hands, legs, and feet. From what was assumed to be the coffee her neighbors found spilled all over her, the entry to her apartment. As Nicole walked into her sister's hospital room, the first time she thought she had spiled the silhouette of a man in the window 
that she knew was impossible. Her sister's room was on the third story of the hospital. Next, I will be talking about Slenderman's historical references. So, in the Brazilian cave paintings, the earliest argued reference to the legend is within the cave paintings found in Sierra de Capivira National Park in the northeast of Brazil, which are believed to date from as far back as 9000 BC. These paintings show a strangely elegated character leading a child by the hand, but make no reference to the extra appendages. Egyptian hieroglyphs is next known possible references to the Slenderman come from around 3100 BC in Lower Egypt with references to the Thief of the Gods or the Thief of Cook, becoming commonplace during the region of Oro Wasner. Hieroglyphics carvings represent the thief were found in the Perov's tombs, who was rumored to have had some kind of encounter with the entity. In German, German woodcuts. Renowned German woodcutters Hans Frankenberg created at least two woodcuts featuring a character he described as Der Ritter, or the Knight. During the mid-16th century, there was discovered a Holtzberg castle in 1883. Waltz was well known for his realistic description of human anatomy, something that was unusually among woodcuts of all time. These pictures featured a skeletal, multi-limbed character. Historians are unsure of the exact symbolic nature of the character, with some claiming that it is personification of the religious wars that raged in Europe at the time, while others say it represents the mysterious plagues that have been believed to be the reason for the mysterious abandoning of the Hotspur Castle at the nearby village in 1543. However, many insist that Frankenberg was attempting to represent Der Goffsman, which is the tall man. According to the legend, he was a fairy who lived in the Black Forest. Bad children who crept into the woods at night would be relentlessly chased by the tall man, who wouldn't leave them until he either caught them or they were forced to tell their parents of their wrongdoing. Even then, there is a chilling account from an old journal dating from about 1702. In Romian mythology, there is also a Romian fairy tale which tells the legend of the tall man, featuring the description which may have taken to refer to the slender man or the tall man stood in a clearing dressed as a nobleman. All in black, shadows lay over him, dark as the cloudy midnight. He had many arms as long as the boneless as snakes, all sharp as swords, and they were withered like worms on nails. He did not speak, but made his intentions known. In the fairy tale, the tall man causes a mother to kill her husband and child before he slid from a fireplace and clenched her in his burning embrace. The English mythology is referring to the tree man, who was said to have a slim body with apprehensions that looked like the tree branches. He is only known to be seen in the woods as he was used as the stories that parents told their children 
to throw bad behavior. There have been quite a few disappearances of children that have been said to be linked to the tree man. So that's the story of the Slender Man and a little bit of history of the origins of him. I hope you guys enjoyed that and thank you for listening to the rambling sesh. Let's start this spooky season with a good one. <laughs>